Welcome to Stay Paid Real Estate Marketing. Unlock the secrets of success in the real estate world where each episode delivers valuable tips and strategies to elevate your marketing game and help you succeed in both life and business. Brought to you by Reminder Media. This podcast is brought to you by Reminder Media, the company that keeps the lights on in our studio, including our take action sign behind us. Luke and I have worked together over the last 20 years to help small business owners stay top of mind with a mission to help them generate more repeat and referral business. We help business owners with everything from lead generation, print marketing, social media content, geographic farming, and more. We've had the opportunity to help over 100,000 entrepreneurs over the last 20 years. It's really been amazing. If you'd like to see how we can help you and your business, be sure to check out ReminderMedia.com slash StayPaidMarketing. That's ReminderMedia.com slash StayPaidMarketing. Take action on that today. Welcome to another episode of Stay Paid. My name is Joshua Stike. And I'm Luke Akery. And it is now, tw- well, no, it's not now 2024. Next week will be 2024. And getting Ooh. referrals is one of the most powerful ways to grow your business yes. next year. It's like having a built-in marketing team that's already s- singing your praises. But how do you encourage those happy customers to actually refer their friends and colleagues to you? Well, that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to go over some of the best ways, and really best methodologies, I would say, sort of these sort of five sort of methodologies uh, to focus on when getting referrals in the year 2020. Yes, happy holidays. We hope you happy have holidays. an amazing happy Christmas, yeah. an amazing Hanukkah, whatever it is that you celebrate. We Absolutely. Have a great one. Here's what I'll tell you about referrals. Yep. This is Dale Carnegie. He said something like 90%, 91% of people, when asked, will give you a referral. But only 11% of salespeople actually ask. Actually ask, yeah. Yeah. Now, that's a Dale Carnegie stat. And, you know, Dale, obviously, that's a that's an old stat. But if you think it was pervasive as a problem there, you would think we get better over time. We have not gotten better over time. Mm-hmm. Like, we do not ask for referrals because people view asking for referrals as a salesy tactic because yeah. they don't know how to do it. And we're going to talk yeah. about that a little bit. Well, the first tip we're going to give is you want to make it ridiculously easy. Look, just like you, everybody else is busy and they're in their own heads. They're thinking about their own thing. They're not thinking about what they can do to help your business. You have to make you have to make sure you're reminding them, but also making it uh, easy. They're not going to jump through hoops to send a referral your way. So you want to make sure that you have the basics covered. You want to have a dedicated referral page for your website. You want to provide maybe some pre-written uh, copy or notes that you you uh, the people that are sending you referrals can send yep. to their to their connections. I like the way we had Barb Betts on the podcast a long time ago. She always yeah, said, anybody you connect me with? Uh, and then you want to be able to offer multiple referral channels. So whether that's email or it's social media or text messaging, you want to make sure that you have options available to the people that you're hoping to get referrals yeah, from. Yeah, agree. There's two like uh, trains of thought here. One is you can go very specific, mm-hmm. right? That means you're going to get less. The more specific you are in your ask, the less you will receive because yep. obviously you know, people might not have somebody in that exact category, or you can go where it's a broader ask to where, you know, you're going to get connections. They might not be at the bottom of the funnel. Heck, they might not even be looking to buy or sell real estate or whatever it is that you do, but you at least now have a relationship. And you're, if your business is built off of relationships, don't underestimate that. Because if you know a thousand people, those thousand people, I mean, they know 10,000, 20,000 people that they can connect you with. So part of your goal technically should just be to build as many relationships as you can. So don't underestimate, because I hear this on conferences when I go out there, that some people will say, stop getting referrals that aren't specific because they just waste your time. And I totally disagree with that Hmm. thought process. I think it's build your database to as many relationships as you possibly can so you can nurture them for the rest of time with something that's cost effective. And if you build more relationships, you serve more people, 
you provide more value, you will be blown away how the referrals end up actually coming in because it's a numbers game. Sales is a numbers game. Building anything is a numbers game. And so if you just build as many relationships as possible... Yeah. Get more and more so what does that look like in practicality if you are asking for the referral? And you can go back a couple episodes ago. We even gave kind of a pitch of how you can use something like our magazine to yeah. kind of uh, call and follow up with clients and then transition that into the referral, which is basically, look, I have a lofty goal for my business. I'm looking to help this many families this year. If, to be honest with you, Luke, if I could work with everybody like you, uh, it would make my business go great because, you know, I, I loved working with you. Is there anybody else, you know, that you can connect me with? If they say yes and they have some ideas of names, obviously collect those names, collect those email addresses of those numbers, but just shoot them a quick text. Great. How would you like me to connect? Or how would you like to connect us over text, over email, yes. over social media, shoot them some pre-written copies so they can just easily blast that back out. We offer this to our clients. So yes. you can actually go into your interface. There's pre-written email text. There's pre-written text message text in there as well that just uh, sends a message to the person and it copies us on it, just letting them know, hey, here's a great marketing tool that I'm using in my business. Would lo- Just wanted to make sure that you saw it, and here's a special offer that goes with it. And I'll Which give you- goes into our next one, but go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Mention no, I was just going to say the next step is to make sure you're offering an irresistible incentive along with yes. your referral. And this plays well into that thought as well, is if you, the best way to get people to do something is to model the behavior for them. Mm-hmm. And so some of the best people that grow their business by referrals, right? I think of my insurance agent, Keith Wilson, right? Or uh, Matt or, you know, financial advisor stuff is they are constantly referring people to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so if you think about your clients, right? So if you're a real estate agent right now, your clients will need a plumber. Your clients will need a, a electrician. They will need a contractor. They might need a great financial advisor. They might need a great accountant. Mm-hmm. If you are a referrer where you refer people to them. Reciprocity. Yeah, they yeah. will naturally do it back to you. So that's another strategy that a lot of people <clears throat> miss out on is that when you miss or when you introduce yourself to other people, don't miss out on the opportunity that you can actually refer them. Yeah. You know, they can, you can refer them to professionals. You can refer them to things that will make their life easier. You can even refer them to different things that they like to do in that town. Like it can be that, that's great idea. So number one, make it ridiculously easy. Number two, offer an irresistible incentive. You can do discounts or freebies for both the refer and the new customer. You could do donations to charity in the referrer's name. That's another idea. Uh, if maybe you don't have a a platform that kind of gives like a cut of the end transaction. You could do a donation. You could do entries into raffles uh, or contests for bigger prizes. That's just sort of the idea. Like whenever we send ours out, everybody that refers somebody that ends up signing up with us, we give them 15 free magazines on their next mailing and that's unlimited. And then we also have an affiliate program that's a little bit different because you actually make money doing that. But uh, we offer 15 free magazines on your next And don't underestimate, like if you're a client of ours right now, if you give us a referral, we'll get you 15 free magazines in your account right away. But we do this at conferences. And you'd be amazed, right, how many people will say, hey, you just signed up. Hey, anybody else you know at this conference that you bring over? (laughs) Dude, they literally become advocates for you. And they bring people over and then you make it fun. You show the excitement and the appreciation because it's a true excitement and appreciation when they bring somebody over and they do it again and again and again. Yeah. Tip number three is go beyond the transaction. So Luke mentioned this a little bit earlier about relationships, but building relationships is obviously the key to getting referrals. People are more likely to refer their friends to someone that they trust and like. So you want to make sure you're getting to know your customers on a personal level, uh, continuing the support after the transaction. So offering ongoing support. You even mentioned, you know, referring them to people that that actually will help them maybe make that next home upgrade or do something Mm -hmm. in their home before looking at real estate. There's obviously other, other examples there with different industries. And then make sure that you're staying connected with them, giving them a birthday card, right? Celebrating 
uh, events in their life as well. If something's going on, there's a life event happening. Make sure you're connecting with them at those life events also just to continue to build that relationship. Yeah, they got to get to know you personally, and here's why. Because it's like if you think what – if you look at the scale – of what causes people not to refer. Yeah. One is they just don't know you need referrals. That's the main one, right? So you got to ask because <laughs> they don't know. But number two is referring someone else to you means I'm putting so much trust that you're not going to do something awkward, weird, bad service yeah. you're, because I'm putting my credibility now on the line. It's one thing for me to use you because if you do something to me, it's just against me. Yep. It's another for me to refer a friend to you. And now if you do something bad and, and awkward and weird and bad service to that person, it's a representation of me. Mm -hmm. So why do you want to get to know your clients personally? Because if you can get to that personal camaraderie, that personal relationship, the degree of trust goes up tremendously mm -hmm. because I would argue that service is number one, but very close right behind service is personality. Mm. Because there's a lot of people that do good service, but they just have that kind of like, I think sometimes personality can, can, it can trump, trump it. But at the end of the day, if, if the doctor is the best in the world, you don't mind his doctor bedside manner, right? right? If he's the best in the world oh, yeah. type idea, like you want the <laughs> professor. That's why I argue that like service is yeah. number one. Like you have to be the best in the world at your craft and people will forgive like your bad personality or awkwardness to yeah. a certain degree. But yeah, I, that's why I put results. it right up next to that yeah. of going like, I think in my own life, I can only speak from my experience, but sometimes referring people, I do actually believe they would do a pretty good job. But they're just a, I can't trust that they're going to not. To present well, to handle, yeah, handle they're, the situation they're, Yeah, well. they're not going to come across the wrong way or maybe be too aggressive or maybe be too awkward. And then it's just like, yeah, I know he's awkward, but he does good service. And it's like, I don't want to be in the middle of that. And I don't want to put myself out there like that. No, I do because I'm a business person. I know yeah. what it means to get a referral. But most people will not cross that bridge. So you yeah. got to get to know people and that's why psychologically. 100%. Number four is make sure you are leveraging the power of social proof. People are more likely to trust their friends recommendations than a random ad. So you want to showcase your social proof by displaying customer testimonials on your website and in your marketing materials, sharing your positive reviews that you yes. receive from past clients on social media, and then make sure you're actually being proactive, not only in getting those referrals, but getting people to leave reviews on places like Google. If you're in real estate, maybe on Zillow, if you're another small business, maybe on Yelp, on Facebook, mm -hmm. make sure you're actually uh, encouraging that and making that easy too as well. So if you have part of your email, you know, your email newsletter or something like that, include a link. You can, you can get a link on Google. Like if you go into your Google business page and go get more reviews, it'll give you a link that links directly to the review for your clients to be able to do that. Yeah. Uh, making it easy to get reviews is critical. I would also tell you that the volume of reviews you have is way more important than even the quality of reviews. And I know that is maybe you know, you're thinking, no, 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 I want really, you do want good reviews, but the per, the, the truth is I could read an incredible review from Josh Dyke, but if you only have 10 of them. Yeah, think about how you shop on Amazon when yeah. you're trying to choose between eight products that look similar. You're going with the one, it's even volume. if it's four and a half to four, you might go with the one that has 20,000 four star than the yeah, one that correct. has six, four and a half stars. Your goal should be getting hundreds of reviews, if not thousands, depending yeah. on how long you've been in the business. And I, I even trying to apply this to our own business. I know we have hundreds and hundreds of reviews on Google, but we need to be well over a thousand. 
thousand plus reviews. There's Shame no on reason this marketing why, team. Exactly. There's no reason why we shouldn't <laughs> be, um, because we have that many reviews across platforms. Across but all platforms. It's, yeah. We didn't make it easy enough. We didn't make it clear enough. We didn't start on Google fast enough of getting reviews. Yeah. Because yeah, we were more time, focused on Facebook. Facebook yeah. was the lever because we were doing advertising on Facebook. Yep. But but it's the volume of reviews that matters mm-hmm. because yes, people will read the reviews, but I don't believe there's going to be one review by Susie Q on Google that because she said I got a $700,000 listing from using Reminder Media's magazine, that's going to be, oh, yeah. I'm going to do the, no, it's 100. the, it's the okay, cool, Susie had success, and Susie had that success. Look at a thousand people have rated these people yeah. five star, and that's the real psychological difference. Yeah. yeah, great point. Number five, this might be the most important one, is to make it a regular part of your sales process. So don't just ask for referrals once in a while. Make it a regular part of your sales process by training your sales team to ask for referrals, uh, training yourself maybe. You have to do a little self-training to make sure that you're asking for referrals. Include a referral request in your email signature. And then don't be afraid to run uh, referral campaigns uh, to boost momentum. So we do this every every couple of months, we'll do a big referral push. I know we do a big one during Valentine's Day. We add in some off, some extra incentives, show the love yep. type of thing, and, and kind of theme it around these fun events. Um, and it just makes it more approachable for people to move into and, and supply those referrals. And it works. I mean, we're going to get 20 plus thousand referrals this year yeah. as a company. Eight, yeah, almost 2,000 sales from the referrals. Yeah, that so and, and that's just in the same year, let alone what will come from it, yep. um, not only in goodwill, but future sales. So because we'll drip on those people for the rest the time, right? So it's like, it works. The other thing I would tell you to do this test, maybe this is a good action item for the show is like, do this test. Look at all your past transactions. Mm -hmm. And did you ask for a referral? And did you ask for a review? Yeah. And if you asked, you give yourself a score. Yep. If you did not ask, you give yourself a zero, then divide your score by the number of opportunities you had, and that's your grade. Yeah, you right could there. even, if you have a CRM, you could even create a custom field for that as you're working through the leads yep. to, did I ask for a referral? Did I ask for a review? People, people blow my mind. You might pay thousands of dollars for a lead on Zillow or the advertising <laughs> you're doing. But the but you have a free lead literally right in front of you yeah. with the with the deal with the current client you you have you're just not asking them and it's just crazy to me that people don't ask for reviews and don't ask for referrals and it's usually because it's not built into their process yeah. and it should be done close to the closing table don't here's a tip I'll give you I was talking to my brother the other day and his team uh, operational manager um, Cody. And Cody was saying they're now starting to try to ask before the closing Mm -hmm. because they have found that they can get the review before the closing way more than after the closing. And it's not because they're doing bad service. It's just that the client is still super engaged. Yeah, once you sign those papers, you're like, I got the new house. I'm Right, so it's not about the the service because they're doing great service, but they're doing it right before the closing. Yeah. And people are writing the reviews and then going, yeah, I can't wait for it to close, you know, type idea. Well, not only that, I know that your brother does this and we do it on the phone as well. Uh, we've been talking about a lot of getting referrals from from clients, but you can get this from prospects as well. So I know even yeah. when your brother was calling through Facebook leads, if a lead was going nowhere, he was always asking, well, is there anybody else that, that you know? You know yes. And we do the same thing on our sales process 1, too. 1,000%. Right. All right, there you go. Those are five ways to get more referrals in 2024. Thank you so much for listening. You can go to Stay Paid Podcast 
podcast.com for the show notes and the video of this episode. Uh, and you can also, if you're looking for a great referral tool in your marketing and you're not a client of Reminder Media, we have a great discount for uh, stay paid listeners over at staypaidpodcast.com slash magazine. And we have a 31% referral rate over the course of sending our customizable magazine for 12 months. And yeah, yeah. So 31% from recipients, are, yeah, self-reported from recipients that receive the magazine. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's staypaidpodcast.com slash magazine for a special deal on our brand of magazines to help you re- with referrals next year. If you like this episode and want to share your support, hop on over to Apple Podcasts, drop us a five-star review. And the best way to support the show is to simply share this episode with someone that you know. A priest, a minister, and a rabbit walk into a blood bank. A rabbit or a rabbi? You get it? A priest, a minister, and a rabbit. Okay, a rabbit. Walk into a blood bank. The rabbit says, I think I might be type O. I think I might be typo. Oh, you got it before. I'm getting punched <laughs> If you want to get hold of me or Luke, you can email us at podcast at remindermedia.com and you can follow us on social media. We are at Stay Paid Podcast. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Stike. Guys, I'm Luke Acre. I gave you your action item. Go execute on it. Look at all your transactions that you did and score. Did you ask for a referral? Did you ask for a review at that closing? If you didn't, you give yourself a zero. If you did, you give yourself a one. Then divide your score by the number of opportunities you had to see your grade. That should be 100%. You you should always be asking. And if you have scored high, 90, 100%, then you should then move to the next score. Did you get a review? Did you get a referral? Because that's in the quality of your ask and your ability to follow through to make sure they wrote the review or gave you the referral and score yourself on that. Remember the difference between top producers and mediocre producers in every business is top producers take action. Take action on that today. 